everyone, welcome to the Beyond the Dance Floor podcast where we look at everything outside of the moves and the competitions and try to dive a little bit deeper. It's about history, mentality and connecting the dots between the dance and the other aspects of our lives. Today we talk with one of the pillars of the Japanese breaking scene, DJ T. T shares his own personal history of how he got into DJing, how he got his first turntables which he still has to this day the early days of the Osaka breaking scene, Machine Harada and the events Dance Delight, Old School Night and BB Boy, wanting to keep the party aspects of breaking alive and more. Thank you so much to DJT for taking the time to share your thoughts and knowledge, especially considering you did it all in English and not in your native Japanese. So thank you very much. Hope you all enjoy the talk. Peace. We're here with yes, sir. DJT from Japan, originally from Osaka, but now living in Tokyo, if I'm not mistaken. Nine years now. Yeah. Nine years now. Yeah. Uh, DJT is one of the legendary DJs of Japan, and we're really happy to have him here and to, to share his history and his knowledge on, on DJing, breaking, hip-hop culture, and, and Japan too, and Japan's perspective, and, and your personal perspective too. So really big honor to have you here. Thank you, it's an honor. Yeah. Um, so f- usually what I get people to do is to just kind of introduce themselves, who you are, how you started. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a... Uh... Uh, DJT started, uh, you know, like you said, uh, born and raised in Osaka, Japan, uh, for what, like 40 years, pretty much. And, uh, moved to Tokyo for nine years, almost 10 years now, uh, for my job. I have family, three kids and been married for 16 years now. Uh, DJing, uh, when I started, uh, 80, 89, 89. actually. Yeah. Uh, what happened was, uh, after I graduated high school, I had a part-time job at Straya. Uh, it's the blockbuster, uh, for Japan, right? Straya, the video CD rental, uh, store. Uh, actually the first, uh, shop of Straya, uh, started in my, my city in Osaka, Hirakata. City. Oh, really? Uh, and, um, uh, there, when I was like, yeah, when I was uh, in elementary school, like fifth, sixth grade in elementary school, I was start listening to those, you know, uh, pop music from US and uh, Michael Jackson was a big deal. And uh, I was I was uh, I was getting uh, I was going to the style, the first ones, the first shop mm-hmm. to get a uh, to rent the Michael Jackson, uh, the album Thriller and uh bhs video tape bhs tape you know back then there was a beta or bhs you <laughs> get and let one of these you know the beta or bhs so yeah. my my house just got the the bhs uh video player so i rent the uh, bhs version of the thriller making of thriller video and wow. uh together with the album and you know i 
you know, I just, you know, that was kind of like my introduction to uh, those, you know, that was a, you know, pop dance. But, you know, uh, later on I studied and, uh, you know, the, the, the guys who was danced with uh, the Michael Jackson was, you know, the uh, popping Pete and, you know, Skeet, Sugar Pop and them, mm-hmm. popping Taco, those, you know, EB guys. So I learned way after but anyway that was my first introduction then uh i like i said when i graduated high school uh i got a part-time job at the uh, staya as well not the same store but the uh, they launched the second shop nearby mm-hmm. so uh uh i you know, uh, uh, you know i sent my resume i mean uh, steve now not cv cv not, not cv resume i don't know resume, i yeah. took the interview and from uh <laughs> Staya, and I got the job, and I started uh, working for Staya as as a part timer. And uh, you know, I, I like movies, so I thought I was going to be in charge of the uh, the video section, but yeah, they put me in the CD uh, section. Mm-hmm. So that was the the whole you know the the culture side of DJT started, right? So before then, I was a uh, like. I was a soccer player, and I I, I took took it pr- pretty seriously. And my older brother, I have a brother, seven years older, mm-hmm. uh, brother, big brother, and he was a Olympian. Uh, he's a, he was a national uh, team member of the handball uh, wow. team for J- Japan, and he did the Olympic for uh, in 1980. Seoul Olympic, I don't know, eighty-six, wow. I guess. Anyway, anyway, my family is really like you know sport dedicated family. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I play soccer for like pretty seriously. But uh, after I joined, after I started a part timer, part time, part timer at Staya, and I start to learn those music, you know, the all different kinds of music. And one of my uh, senpai, what's what's senpai in English? Mentor? Mm, it's like... Just, <laughs> there's no word for it in English. Right. But it's but just so, like someone who is uh, older than you or you're right, right. senior older, or like that kind one, of thing. One year older and yeah. he started the third time like like half month uh, before I started. Mm-hmm. So he's the one who really teach how to work, how to you know how to work at the, uh, the cd section right mm-hmm. and uh his name is tanizawa tanizawa mr tanizawa and mm-hmm. uh he, he is the one who had this turntable set and he introduced me to this whole like mixing cutting and mixing hmm. and one day we went for a drink and after we dr- drunk uh we went his place and uh, he showed me you know his turntables right mm-hmm. and uh, he started mixing music a to music b back mm-hmm. then i remember he was playing like uh the, the record he was playing was like uh some hip-hop like from uh late 80s mm-hmm. to that was 89 so i think what he i, I forgot but uh yeah i mean <laughs> he showed me yeah how the system works yeah, yeah and i was like bugged out like i was like that moment i never forget like i was like wow this is something i i need to get i, I mean i need to i need to get it myself I yeah, said, yeah. right and uh 
from next day, I, I economized my money and, you know, cut my lunch and stuff and uh, start saving my money from part time to buy a set, uh, you know, the two turntables on the mixer. And I got them uh, 89. Like I was like October, I guess, but I, I forgot when exactly was it. But uh, yeah, autumn seasons of 89. That was when I have I I bought my first uh, turntable set. Wow. Uh, two turntables with me, and I never bought by the new ones. Mixers, yes, I bought I I buy like, like many mixers, but the turntable is the original turntable that I keep uh, from the day one. Still, wow. I have it upstairs uh, in Tokyo crib. So. Yeah, that was that was how I started DJ and uh, when I started, there was no b-boy battle event or mm -hmm. like b-boy jams even. Mm -hmm. uh, all you can get is like, like you know, you you can you can get to play like latest hip hop, uh, play at the clubs and stuff. But uh, I was like really like small. No, uh, I have no name, so mm -hmm. I didn't really get the chance to spin anywhere. And but. Uh, my mentor, uh, he's a men he's my mentor, the machine Harada, he, who started the dance delight. Uh, he asked me to DJ at his event, uh, event called True School. Uh, it's a it's a like small showcase dance competition type right. of event happening once a month, something mm -hmm. like that, in at the small club. So uh, you get like you have like dance crews, whatever the uh, genre is. B boys, hip hop, rocking, popping, whatever. Uh, you put together a crew and they do the showcase, like pretty much like three minutes showcase, and the, the judges will pick the winner for the day, stuff like that. That's a small like dance competition, uh, and uh, in between the the break, uh, I get to play some, you know, the songs for the for the B boys. And the machine asked me if I want to play. And I, I say yes, and then I started play at this true school event, DJ time, uh, DJ break time. And when I start spinning, like you know, some uh, B boys' favorite songs, and uh, the local B boys in Osaka start getting down, and uh, that was kind of like stuck within this uh, uh, event, and everybody was. The, the the b boys getting together start start to come into this event more mm -hmm. uh without entering the uh, the actual com competition but just for having fun in mm. cypher wow. uh, while i'm praying that was kind of like really first uh like my uh dj like journey i guess as a like so-called People call me as a break DJ, but in like in wider meaning, I consider myself as a hip hop DJ. But mm -hmm. I play more uh, tracks which B boys are you know uh, likes or mm -hmm. you know the you know you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that that was my kind of like uh, first step as a DJ in Osaka. Wow. Yeah um sorry maybe i speak too long now <laughs> no 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 i i don't know about the people <laughs> listening or watching but i like those little details and i like the stories and oh that's like nice. that's part of why 
I do this because uh, yeah, it's like、mm-hmm. I like hearing the the story behind it and like a deeper the deeper story, all the little details. Of who was there?、Mm-hmm. Who did you meet? Who t- who taught you? You know, little details、yeah. like you still have the same turntables that you had <laughs> from the beginning, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um,、mm. yeah. So yeah, machine、oh, machine Harada, machine Harada-san is is like he's been holding、uh, the breaking、uh, from day one in Osaka、mm-hmm. to me.、Mm-hmm. He's a leader of the Angel Dust Breakers,、uh, and、uh, I mean he's throwing his event dance delight, and still、uh, he does. Yeah, I mean he him and his company does. So it's there's a Long history in Osaka, and the、uh, most the the important part of the dance,、uh, urban dance、uh, culture, cultural history side is the machine is the one who's really、uh, contributed. Hmm.、Uh. Yeah, I know Dance Delight is、uh, even before I moved to Japan. That was one of the events、mm. that I always heard about. It was like that in、uh, Old School Night or whatever. Yeah, yeah.、Um, I mean, dance. I mean, eventually, I start working for Adhip, the machines company,、mm-hmm. uh, early two thousand.、Mm-hmm. And there,、uh, you know, I I was the、uh, the the stage manager for the dance, the right. I mean, I, I've been I've been produce. I, I was a produ- machines a producer. I、mm-hmm. was you know making making sure everything is you know in place and the execution side. I was the、uh, person. Who actually was in charge of the dance night? Then, the old school night actually started、uh, the conversation between myself and machine. Like you know, machine thought、uh, it's good to have me as a DJ more、uh, for the b-boy local b-boys, and we started、uh, this event called B and B night or, or B just B. I forgot which one <laughs> is it, but B, and then we. St- You know, keep exchanging our you know opinions. Then old school night、uh, started, because I'm I'm the one who really loves old school music. And the、uh, machine asked me to, maybe we can start, you know, the old school night as including b-boy battle. And in the first ones we had like locking, popping, but we didn't really battle. In popping and locking, we didn't have battle in popping and locking. That, that was just a showcase, and the breaking was the only one who was battling. So the、mm-hmm. old school night actually came from Machine Sun and pretty much myself and a couple of other colleagues who was at the company. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.、Um, I was kind of curious too about like, just from your experience, what what was the The Japanese sort of like hip hop scene,、mm. hip hop breaking DJ scene, like in the early days, like when you were starting. I mean, like the biggest difference, I guess,、uh, the compared to the the what it is now and、mm-hmm. back then was there was no battle event, right?、Mm. A battle was happening, like、uh, I mean. In in the club and without having judges or time limit or you know how many rounds you should go,、mm-hmm. there was no rules. That was、mm-hmm. that was just in between the 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 battles usually happening, you know, 
it, let's say if it's a like competition, like I say, the true school, uh, there is a competition. The event is for the competition, but during the DJ time, people jumping in the cipher, and that's when the most battles are happening, right? Mm. So there was no battle event at all, uh, and the dance delight is a showcase, uh, like routine uh, competition. Right, right. So those routine competition was. Uh, there were many routine competitions, uh, including dance delight. I think the first one, uh, first the biggest one, and the longest one. Uh, I don't know which is the longest now, but the dynamite uh, from Nagoya, uh, organized by Samsung from Nagoya. Uh, that's the one. I think the the first like urban uh, dance routine type of competition. Mm-hmm. The, the the first one and then the dance light we get and so many others started tokyo osaka you know everywhere mm-hmm. but there was no battle a uh, battle competition event until old school night i would say there should be some like smaller like uh like smaller battle event ha- happened i guess mm-hmm. i think but I, I can't really remember the name of the event. So right. to me, I think Old School Night is the one who really set the the, the standard of the battle uh, format uh, right. here in Japan, I guess. Like the first major So like I said, in the first right? Old School Night, we won't... Yeah, major battle, I guess, in Japan. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, before then... <laughs> Sorry, uh, rewind that. Uh, <laughs> before old school night, we we had this event called BB Boy. Yeah, this is oh, this. I, I think, think I've heard of that. BB Boy. You you ever heard of the BB? Yeah, sounds BB super Boy? familiar. Yeah, it's. I think it started even. Nineteen ninety-seven or nineteen eight. Uh, started, started. Uh, machine started, right? Mm-hmm. He is the one who started the first one. He did he throw at the dance studio called Kamuro Dance Studio. Studio, and the first ones I was asked to DJ for the first ones, but I was I had my uh, you know other stuff to do, so I said I can't. But uh, I made mix for the for the event, mm-hmm. the battle. And then I record uh, some B-boy trucks into mini disc back then. Yeah, mini disc, right? And then I gave it to machine, and then machine said, "Please use this these trucks for the battle." And then machine said, "Okay." And then he was the MC for the event for the first BB boy, and he was the DJ because he was you know pressing the button for the M- <laughs> mini disc playing and stuff playing in a pose and he was a judge for the event so <laughs> so he was like he was like machine is like yeah machine, he was like he did it all by himself wow for the first first edition yeah in a small dance studio called kamuro and then i forgot how many came but uh the second one uh he threw in 98 so i believe the first one he he threw earlier 98 but i'm not sure but mm-hmm. because i didn't go so 
for the second one, I I could get to, I, I you know I I had a time. I I mean I, he asked me, and mm. then I could I could do, and mm. I was a DJ for the second one. Yeah. That's when I saw uh, some B boys from uh, Tokyo and uh, Fukuoka came to the BB Boy, mm-hmm. which was uh, Tsuyoshi from Spartanic Rockers and Joe from Spartanic Rockers. Rest in peace. Uh, lunch from Waseda Breakers, and I think Wakatake was there, Asami was there, uh, and Kosuke from uh, Fukuoka, he was there, uh, and Kyo, I guess, uh, from Fukuoka, he was there too. And those, you know, B boys from outside of Osaka heard about the B boy, BB boy is happening, and then they came, right? And you know, they were like, you know, kind of like, you know, uh. You know, it's happening in Osaka. We, the local B boys, thought uh, it's going to be only for the local B boys, but right. uh, it was a really good surprise. And that was, I think, for me, that was for my generation. I guess that that was the uh, the first like really exchange between the B boys from Osaka and the B boys from outside of Osaka. Because uh. in Osaka, we had the the guys from uh, the crew called the, the Bronx, uh, Kaz, Toru, right, right. Uh, Sop, Gunjo, Magu, everybody was there, and the yeah. air group, Nit, uh, Karateka, Togashi, and all all of them uh, was in the in the same small dance studio room, and we battle out each other. I think 98, 98 uh, BB Boy, the volume two. I I I can I can still pull out some picture uh, from yeah. the from the event, but uh, yeah, that was I think the the actually the first encounter of the the b-boys of my age to you know really engage and battle against the b-boys from outside of us right that's my that's my favorite generation from of japanese like b-boys oh really wakatake oh joe isop yeah uh yeah yeah, that's a good era. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, I'm a, I'm a bit older uh, compared to uh, I mean, uh, in mm-hmm. age wise, but mm-hmm. uh, I started uh, dance with uh, the Vivos from Osaka. The uh, crew called the Vokean Tsukomi. It's a kind of stupid name, but uh, it was a Kaz. You know, Kaz from the Bronx. I love. Oh Facebook. yeah, okay. Kaz and Toru and some other members and I was the member and uh, when we finished Bokeh and Tsukomi, Kaz started the Bronx, uh-huh. the crew, and he recruited a whole bunch of you know, uh, members like including Isop and Gunjo and Magu and then they formed uh, the Bronx, they started Bronx and they winning the competitions and I was the member of the Bronx but the, uh, the DJ, I was a DJ for the Bronx crew, crew uh-huh. called Bronx and uh, I did a uh, mix for the showcase and I did the uh, DJ for the Bronx night. So I was like, the, the Bronx eventually became like, not just the real crew, but the whole like, kind of uh, like family crew at, at one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we did our event, Bronx night. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there so, so many crazy memories there. But uh, yeah, I mean, Kensaku, MC Kensaku, he's based in Kawasaki now, but uh, 
he was a Bronx uh, too. So, and uh, I think Doberman at the Doberman Infinity, the the artist called Doberman Infinity, the the original crew, the Doberman before they became like uh, signed with the major label, uh, they were. Uh, Doberman Inc. and then Doberman Inc. was part of the Bronx crew as a family. <laughs> right. So it was like, it's very, uh, I mean, no, nobody really knows about the uh, story, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we all was there and uh, yeah, we had fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I, yeah, I only knew about the, the sort of breaking side of it, but yeah, it's cool to hear that yeah. it, it was sort of like. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, Bronx. So, I, so before the battle, all the battle events start. Like you know, I start mixing uh, the showcase music for the the B Boy crews. Mm -hmm. I did mix for a whole bunch of uh, the B Boy crews, like Bronx, uh, the Air Group crew, and a whole bunch of other like younger crews. And you know, that was that was kind of kind of my thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like. It's interesting to hear that, like, in the early days, Japan, the scene was very, like, showcase-oriented, showcase and and uh, routines and things like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, and and to hear that, yeah, it was like lots of sort of in the clubs or 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 stuff like that. But uh, versus, like, what I hear, what I heard from say in north america like they're in the early days maybe there's some showcase but i always heard it was like you know, very party oriented and and similar but different like a little less structured and more just like yeah people are just kind of partying and stuff like that mm. but i know like even to this day there's still lots of events where it's the same a similar format of like it's sort of like a club night a party night but they'll have lots of showcases from all the different crews and, and things like that. Yeah. I mean, they need showcase to get more people uh, mm -hmm. uh, in the club. Because uh, it's, I mean, after, I don't know how to, how to really describe this, but uh, without having those, like, you know, the, like, highlights in the mm -hmm. inside of the event, you mm -hmm. get less excitement that's what people see from the from the event or the yeah. you know when you say like okay we, let's let's do a jam let's throw a jam and people nowadays most people like you know what's going on what's what's happening jam okay uh who's performing or you know who's battering mm -hmm. you know no uh, you know when, when you try to explain to them like no it's a jam so there's no like battle or you know showcase or anything just enjoy the music yeah. I mean, that's how it is. I mean, we all know that's what it is from the back then. But the, nowadays, it's as the organizer of the, the event, sometimes it's hard to get more people uh, to yeah. get more attention or more uh, to, to create the excitement within the event mm -hmm. is something is key to get more people. So I think, you know, those kind of element, yes, necessary for mm -hmm. those you know for sure event. but yeah i mean mm, but less less and less like you know the, the free dj break mm -hmm. 
And yeah, so partying is something is missing. Mm. Yeah, do you think yeah. that's sort of something? Yeah, something that's really changed over the years. Now, you, like, <laughs> does it really happen at jams? I mean, in your opinion, I mean, in your experience. I mean, we threw we threw jam as a ready rock uh, right before the COVID. Uh, we did party in. Tokyo, uh, mm -hmm. we we got this small space uh, club called Family, mm -hmm. and it was just a straight up like jam. There, me and my, my, me myself, and DJ Marsky and uh, Cree from Canada, uh, just play some good music. Oh, and uh, State Love from Korea. We just play some good music and Q Rock. Uh, grab the mic and did summer performance, but it was not serious. Like, it's not set up or anything. Like, you know, we just play music, mm -hmm. and whoever feel like it can grab a microphone and say something. Right. <laughs> that was the that was something we drew. But uh, I mean, again, it's it's just a uh, there's no like. I mean, that's that that was uh, for us. It was really good, and uh, that was yeah. something we wanted to do. So yeah. we were really happy. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know how other people uh, uh, think about those kind of like 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 very like very much like family environment mm. uh, event. Yeah, if there's no like uh, setup battle or anything, I don't know if it's, it's... if there's many people to <laughs> join this event. You know, so yeah. that's that's my point. I kind of feel like. Because we we threw similar kinds of events in back in Canada in Vancouver, like just well, a party, and then we tried to do. We had some like exhibition battles that we set up, kind of like pro wrestling style with some mm -hmm. crazy entrances and like sort of theatrics and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah. the main thing was like mm -hmm. trying to make it just a party, and then yeah, like you said, we have this mm -hmm. thing to give people something exciting to watch sort of at the end or right. whatever but it's definitely something that i think like you have to grow a, a culture around and you have to grow like a community that understands that what it means to just yeah. go to a party and let go and not have any uh there's no the only thing that's driving you to do it is the music and the and the environment and not mm -hmm. some you know, money prize or something like that, which is also a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with competitions. But yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, the competition driven uh, event style, I can understand it. And that's important too. But uh, mm -hmm. I think what me, myself and my crew or DJ Marski is trying to bring it back is that uh, those kind of party kind of mm -hmm. uh, thing mm -hmm. uh, and uh, very small thing very small maybe activity but uh, myself and Marski is planning uh, throwing the like you know b-boy jams in Osaka and Tokyo mm -hmm. next year because mm -hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, pretty much 20 years since we met me mm -hmm. my, myself and Marski and we kind of building build each other for 20 years 
I mean, I've been in Osaka and he's been in Tokyo and we exchange, always exchange the, the infos that each one gets and we kind of share what the break music, uh, you know, try to update the break, uh, try to update the, the music in breaking mm-hmm. and my perspective and his perspective and it's been 20 years so we're planning the small Bibojia maybe uh, happening, throwing in Osaka and so I hope this can <laughs> be a good party for the for people to just come and just chill and relax, you know. Yeah. Well, let me know yeah, when it happens. Having, like, any, I'll be there for sure. Like, like freshy, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I try. I mean, I, we're always keen to do five diff- five cities uh, from north to south. But uh, nice. let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, a... it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. We just wanna. We just wanna bring some uh, good music uh, and uh, vibe out with everybody. Mm-hmm. That's that's something I really wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, more idea for the B Boy Battles. I kind of. I feel kind of uh, stuck. Like you know. It's you know. I of course I enjoy spinning for the B Boy Battles, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I always think b-boy first, right? And mm-hmm. uh, yes, I do when I pray DJ time. Yes, I see b-boys and I, you know, pick the music, what to pray next and stuff. But, uh, you know, in the DJ time, you know, you know, the, the DJ is the king of the party. Yeah. Uh, in the back, back in the days, right? So yeah. I think that's, that's the, the most, uh, the best part for, as me as a DJ, right? So, you know, there's a freedom of, you know, selecting the music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I uh, just want to dedicate some good music. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I think uh, that's a that's a good cause. Um, I have a question for you. Maybe you can clear this up for me. This. this is something that when I first moved to Japan, the first time I went to, mm-hmm. like, uh like a club and uh it was like some some hip-hop night whatever it was like a really different experience than what i'm used to in north america where like people in north america at a a club people are just kind of everywhere there's no like direction people are just dancing wherever they want but in Mm. when i went to japan everything was like Uh focused towards the dj and like it really tripped me out (laughs) face dance yeah everything was like everyone was like watching the dj like it was a performance almost not everyone but like a lot of people oh wow and yeah i mean okay okay yeah and i understand yeah i it's not all the time like i've been to some (laughs) other events where it's more of a party but there's still a lot of people who are like really focused on the dj and like I don't know. They're respecting the performance they or something. Or just, just standing. Or they they're just watching the DJs. just watching. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Standing right in front of the DJs. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything necessarily okay. wrong with that. But it was just like uh, kind of culture shock. Not culture shock. Yeah, culture shock. A bit. <laughs> 
やわかるよ。あいあめっちゃわかる。あいあいトリトリアンドステンド。いやいや。ああ、え、happens。いや。especially when the DJ is famous for his、uh, DJ skills。like <笑> you know。Uh, like he is a, if he's famous for scratching or the、mm-hmm. trick or you know, those,、yeah. you know, DJ battle you know, type、yeah. of competition、mm-hmm. that made him famous. Maybe、uh, people are just standing in front of the DJ booth and watching you play, like you know, without vibing, like just staring at them. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,、um, yeah, kind of, but anyway, I mean. I don't really get, get it, but、uh, I mean, I, I, I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>、um, just a、yeah. random, interesting thing that I, I think that's that I, only in Japan.、Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be. I... <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe that kind of relates to some other stuff that I wanted to ask you about. Like, so, you know, you've. You've been around for, in the scene for a long time and you've met a lot of people and you and like met a lot of people outside of Japan too.、Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming you've traveled around too outside of Japan as well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in your opinion, like, well, okay.、Mm. There used to be this idea of like regional. Differences like this was sort of maybe you know, a New York sound. This is a Cali sound, like a West Coast sound. This is a you know, this is a Texas sound. This is a you know, Germany sound, a Japan sound. What do you think, in your opinion, makes the kind of Japan or Osaka sound or Tokyo sound what makes it unique? If it if you even think it,、uh, it is unique, yeah. Uh, you mean how DJ play music, or yeah, you mean uh, I, you, I, I, you are cutting in the middle of the uh, you're talking, so you're talking about the, the music difference in B-boys or the music in general, yeah, it can or, be yeah, breaking or or just DJing in general,、mm-hmm. like. It can be from the style that they do it or well, the type I mean, of music that they play. I don't think there's a the big difference between like area to area.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me,、uh, when it comes to a music in breaking,、uh, I, I look up to Lacey, the、mm-hmm. James Lacey, rest in, rest in peace.、Uh, he is the biggest in, influence、uh, for me.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the how he pray, how I mean, those how he pray, those breaks, and how he cuts, and the selection of his music, and some you know, obscure breaks he plays, and those you know, including I, I mean, as a package, the James Lacey is one of my biggest i n s p i r a t i o n in break in for me, his. Uh, he's the biggest inspiration. And when it comes to scratching and cuts,、uh, Jaji Jeff is my inspiration. So,、mm-hmm. talk, maybe myself is, I mean, compilation of、uh, my influences, right? I think,、mm-hmm. uh, you know, so 
So I think thinking about uh, music, I mean, the DJ play music for the b-boys from early days, like I'm talking about the like late 90s, right? So I was pretty much the one who really started in the beginning. In the beginning, I didn't know about Lacey. So、mm-hmm. I just did follow my, I don't know, my inspiration maybe. I, I didn't really have no like info. Back then, there was no internet yet still. So、mm-hmm. less information. So I kind of, you know, Establish kind of my style in the late 90s and the early 2000. I met Lacey, and、uh, there I started to,、uh, you know, mimic what he does and、uh, learning about the breaks for the B Boys, like traditional breaks、mm-hmm. from Kenny or Wiggles. Because Kenny, Kenny and Wiggles is my two. Of my biggest info source、uh, when it comes to breaking music.、Mm-hmm. So I asked so many questions to them. And、uh, yeah, so like, I think music for the B Boys in Japan is pretty much similar to ones in Europe, I guess,、uh, when the Lacey was really, really active.、Hmm. So, I don't really see like Japan specific like character in the music、hmm. to me. Hmm. No. Well, that's、hmm. fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, my answer cannot be like the ones you really wanted to hear. But <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's exactly what I, <laughs> what I wanted to hear is your, your opinion, your view on things. Yeah. And stuff. Because, but you know,、uh, back in the, like, like in the 80s, I guess, the, the, the footage I've seen、uh, mm-hmm. from the like、uh, the B boys from the 80s, my senpai, my, you know, all the, the first generations, I hear more.、Uh, you know, yes, I hear James Brown, but the.、Uh, I hear more of、uh, electro, electro funk,、hmm. like Planet Rock or those, you know, the electro funk trucks,、uh, hmm. they break in two.、Hmm. So I assume the 80s, when the Planet Rock was really big hit,、hmm. I think、uh, those electro, electronic funk music、hmm. is also uh, played uh, by the DJs and the B Boys get down to it,、yeah. I guess. Yeah, like、uh, I know it's always hard to, you know, kind of characterize an entire、mm-hmm. country with like, one、mm-hmm. sound, right? Because there's so many different、yeah. people and they all have their own、uh, approach and way of doing things. Right. Right.、Um, but I was just curious yeah, if, in your、mm-hmm. opinion, there was any kind of like sound or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean,、uh, we have a longer history in Japan. And、uh, mm-hmm. in the early days, we didn't really have a like, bright info source. I mean,、mm-hmm. uh, there was a, you know, what happens in the US doesn't really translate it to Japan because、mm-hmm. back then,、uh, less people、uh, understand English. 
uh, I think. So mm -hmm. some, you know, there should be a lot of a uh, lost translation happening, you know, in between, you know, the history, you know, telling those stories maybe. So nowadays I've, I've been, I'm able to ask uh, questions directly to those, you know, OGs. Like yeah. Wiggles and Kenny's and everybody. So and there they can teach me like what kind of song they they've been listen uh the DJ's been praying back then, you know and pursuing the what what was happening back then mm -hmm. and with our filter we try to uh you know do the same you know, what's, what was going on in our filter yeah. through our, you know, lens. So I think, yeah, yeah. basically, base, basic should be the same, I guess. Mm -hmm. well, like, Sorry, I don't know what, I'm, what the hell I'm <laughs> trying to say now. It's <laughs> okay. Um, my, my brains are dead now, yo. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, like one, one thing that... <laughs> I noticed when I came to Japan and like, of course, it's not, it's not mm -hmm. everyone and it's not every jam and it's not every DJ, mm -hmm. but it's just, this was just my feeling at the beginning when I first moved here or when I first went to events here was, um, not, all, not all mm -hmm. of the DJs, but some of, some of the DJs, it was like, they had a very like traditional sound like uh, the kind of music that they played was like a lot of the classic tracks and things like that whereas maybe at that time uh-huh in north america it's like people didn't want to hear those those kinds of tracks they were kind of sick of them and everyone was looking for what's mm. the new thing what's the new thing bring something new 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 uh, oh, i see i see and it, it just reminds me of uh talking with amjad and he was he was talking uh -huh. about European, his opinion of like European approach. Mm -hmm. He was like, we're, we're more, a little more traditional. The U.S. is like always what's next, what's new, what's fresh. And Europe was more like, if we mm -hmm. find something that we like, we stick with it and we learn it and we learn it deep and, and, and yeah, go deep. And that's what we do, mm -mm. that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. I felt like in some ways, maybe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, like Japan is mm -hmm. sort of similar to that, that people respect Certainly. the roots. Yeah, and, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you can say that. I think you can say that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we always, I mean, especially myself, really uh, respect the original culture. Mm-hmm. And I was part of the Seven Jams as a international DJs once, mm -hmm. and uh, I really uh, study about the the original art form of the DJ. So I think I really my I think my job is to uh, keep the original art form alive and. Yeah, keep rock rock the people uh, with traditional breaks, with some uh, with some uh, newer uh, songs. Yeah, mixed yeah. with the newer songs. That's something I ultimately want to do. Yeah. Yeah, 
I think you know that's because important. I I do I do my uh, yeah I do my mixtape series uh, on Mixcloud. It's called the uh, Lost B Boy Tapes, which is uh, part of my message too. Because uh, I mean that's something I've I've been doing uh, for for a long time, and uh, there is no I mean you know if I stop DJing, nobody really get to listen to those you know uh, the breaks that I've been. Which everybody can access to it. Mm-hmm. So it's volume 11 now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I hope I keep doing it and, you know, until maybe uh, volume uh, 12. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah, everyone should check it out. It's good, good yeah. stuff. I get down I mean, to it sometimes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, maybe the kind of last thing that we can talk about is mm-hmm. just where what you think of the current state of mm-hmm. of say hip-hop and breaking in japan mm-hmm. and uh you know where what do you think of the future mm-hmm. and where it's headed that kind of thing yeah i mean uh uh the good thing is good side of this uh breaking uh thing in japan is it's becoming the one part of the uh, Olympic game is one one of the big change and also we have Didi dance league uh, in Japan uh, and uh, yeah I mean uh, so those two big pillars uh, give more opportunity for the b-boys to uh, participate I guess mm-hmm. uh, yes it's more especially for the olympic ones yes it's more like sports mm-hmm. rather than culture mm-hmm. uh yes i understand there's a two uh like split uh opinion to it but myself uh i mean i support as you know i think it's take it as a good thing because it goes to more people is something i think everyone everybody wanted uh mm-hmm. so I think it's a good thing. I take it as a good thing, and I, I and I support, uh, especially my man Katsu is doing his, his uh, Olympic committee thing in Japan, so I support him. Uh, on the other hand, like the culture side of the the breaking is missing. Yes, I understand. That's why uh, I'm trying to do just throw the B boy jams and mixtape dropping is part of my thing. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's always people who is really uh, incorporate with the latest technology to evolve the hip hop mm-hmm. uh, culture mm-hmm. or the breaking culture and some people preserve the culture. I think overall, you know, the the com- committee, the breaking committee is getting bigger mm-hmm. in Japan, especially the, the I see many uh, companies or the corporate uh, is start checking out the hmm. the break-in is a good thing because back then Repo was the only one company who's really support b-boy as a as an athlete mm-hmm. and uh, I was with the I was working for the uh, Repo for nine years uh, eight years and uh, I was the uh, culture manager uh, and uh, you know when I was in charge of the culture marketing uh, Repo uh, all-stars Pretty much started, and Taisuke was the uh, the the first one. 
and I was kind of like my, my role was also to manage him and his in terms of breaking athlete. That was kind of the start. And now we have more spawn, uh, the companies support, start supporting the V-Voice mm-hmm. in order to get more exposure for mm-hmm. the company. So I think it's good. And, but the, uh, the important thing is you need to really understand your value uh, as a breaker. So as a, I mean, B-Boy, because companies sometimes use you uh, just, uh, just as a tool for the exposure, their logos or the names. And uh, yeah, I mean, you need to really understand the value of uh, what you can do. Like, you know, you can't just get the free gear to join the Olympic to win the gold medal. And then yeah. they give you like bonus, like very small amount of money as a bonus. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't do that. You really need to understand your value. Like mm-hmm. if you are the national, uh, like, representing japan in breaking you need to you you, you need to do, you you deserve better mm-hmm. that's what i feel so yeah i mean we all need to be smart and uh, need to understand the, the general rate for the athlete and how much those you know the companies pay you know the athlete as a you know yeah uh, contract and stuff yeah yeah i think uh that's becoming more and more clear that if people want to do this seriously you know they can't just focus on being a good dancer true you know they have to know they have to know about the business and they and right how they present themselves how they market themselves how they that's right yeah and uh or you know maybe it's even getting to the point where you need people to be like managers and you know that kind of thing mm. managers or agents or right i mean like... i mean it's a good thing uh right i mean uh around the breaking overall you get you know it creates more opportunity mm-hmm. like a professional opportunity mm-hmm. around this breaking culture that's i think that's something i want to try to say that's a mm-hmm. good side of mm-hmm. the the i think the uh what's happening especially in japan mm-hmm. i think other country should be the pretty much the same but uh, in japan i see so much now mm-hmm. yeah. you see tvs you see tsuki on tv like every other week so <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that so <laughs> yeah and i think it's good too that you know people can have their different opinions but whatever you right. want to do right. just do it. I mean, you know? I mean, there's nothing wrong or yeah, yeah. I mean, but the but I I just want I just I just need to say that uh, I me as longer uh, you know in the culture uh, I wanna I wanna create some uh, uh, praise for everybody to just party and relax. Mm-hmm. That's something I really want to create. Yeah. Because, I mean, there should be, like, you get the choice. Like, you, if you want to do the Olympic, that's mm-hmm. fine. If you want to mm-hmm. do the BC one, that's fine. If you want to just party, just that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. If you are trying to 
uh, proceed Olympic and you feel tired and you still have some place to, you know, yeah. you know, chill and you know feel the the, the environment of this uh, whole community. Yeah, I think that's something I want to create. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's important. It's I almost think of it like uh, that kind of stuff is there as like a, a net to catch people. You have the Olympics that's that's casting out the net to every, all these so, different so, so. people, right? And people see it yeah. and maybe they get interested. And yeah. if you already have those fun, cool yeah. cultural events, parties, things like that, or different kinds of competitions and whatever, then the people that yeah. join the community through the Olympics or whatever, they can find these other cool events and stuff. And like, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, you get like, you feel like really stuck if there is a too many competition, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it, it becoming too many competitions like before, before the COVID, like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's many events, but most of them are competition, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing against the competition, you know, I mm -hmm. support, mm -hmm. I spin, mm -hmm. but I, tr I really want to try, I really want to try to make, create some space where everybody can really relax and just chill, mm -hmm. you know, the, and enjoy the good music. Yeah. It's all, not the music, yeah, go ahead. not the music made for the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I've been to a few events where, where you were playing and like the last time I think we met was in Fukuoka at this party you and yeah, yeah, yeah. Togashi, Togashi were, were playing and that was good times. Like, uh, yeah. So yeah, Togashi, Togashi. I vouch for, for everything that you're doing. Yeah. And, and I really uh, want to, wow. yeah. I really want to make that kind of, thing happen like i i don't really i mean i you know i work for like i i work for amazon amazon music now so and that's my job and dj is something i do for my like i don't know passion i don't know what they call yeah passion something i want to you do it for your own like mental health <laughs> yeah i think so i think so yeah Maybe. i think so so that's i want to i want to I want to make my hip hop or my like, DJ to use more like positive to, to spread more for people. That's something I want really. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one, one way, one method should be the event, like free mm -hmm. event, everybody can come mm -hmm. and uh, just enjoy the music and bring your family type of event yeah uh, that's something i'm really looking forward to so uh yeah i mean yeah well, if you yeah know. i think uh when those events happen when you when you have your next event we're all going to be looking forward to it and hopefully during that time yeah more people can come to japan and check it out and uh, yeah i and mean just vibe out and have fun yeah i mean uh it's been for me also 
haven't been gone. I mean, haven't gone outside mm. for two years, right? Last yeah. time I was in Taiwan, Taipei, like uh, December of twenty nineteen, twenty. Wow, I forgot twenty. Right before the COVID, anyway. Mm. So that was that was really good, uh, and that was outside. Uh, that was a B-Boy Bojin's event, uh, mm-hmm. but I get to play some uh, like DJ time. And Kenny was I saw Kenny was dancing in the cipher, so I play some disco to disco classic to uh, nice rocking song to whatever whatever nice, I play, nice. and I make everybody dancing. So that yeah. was really good timing. So yeah, everybody yeah. was drunk. <laughs> drunk with yeah. alcohol, drunk with love of the music. Yeah, yeah. With, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. That's something I'm really looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, I'll, like I say, I will start planning and uh, with DJ Marski, and so I mean, hopefully, I can see you at some event. Uh, yeah, Hukoka is also my, uh, you know, list in my list. So. Let's yeah. make it happen, yo. I mean, yeah. uh, I need your support. So, yeah. well, now I'm in, now I'm in Osaka, so yeah, hope it'll be easier. Yeah. Oh, you in Osaka? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I moved like uh, yeah. a year ago, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. W- which city you live in? Like Osaka, Osaka. Oh, really? What's yeah. What's your station? Uh, Kujo. It's not too Kujo. far from. Oh, yeah. Okay, Chuosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Kujo, I think there is a one famous curry spot. Oh, really? Kazuhiro, Kazuhiro really liked that spot. I forgot the name. I will send you the text. Yeah, later, yeah. But, uh, Let me know. <laughs> I think it's Kujo. Oh, one funny story. Uh, when uh, B-Boy Kujo was in Osaka, yeah. I took him to the station and uh, we, we took uh, his picture. He's hanging <laughs> on a uh, seating right before uh, right in front of the the station named Kujo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well hopefully in the future he he, he can come and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, I was uh, real good really great to talk with you and yeah, hear your stories and hear about the history and stuff and get your opinions on things. Um I know you're a very busy man and you got a family and stuff, no, no. so I really appreciate you taking the time to do this and and just share with everyone thank you it's my honor and uh, i hope my english is not too fucked up and no it was uh, great if, it was good i mean if you, you think it's we can, we should do again i i'm i'm always you know down to do well, the better but uh, i think we'll just do it again and uh, maybe you have some new topics like, and stuff and just continue you know, on <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. Sure, sure, sure. Anytime. Let, let me know. Yeah. We'll, Thanks. We'll wrap it up now. And uh, Arigato. thank you so much, T, for yeah, just taking the time. Thank you, everybody, Arigato. for listening and watching. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed the talk. If you like what you heard, please feel free to check out some of the older episodes and help spread the word about the podcast. If you really want to go that extra mile, please consider supporting on Patreon at 
www.patreon.com slash razzyf2 r-a-z-z-y-f-2 even as little as a dollar goes a long way and it means a lot to have your support thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one peace